Hey everybody, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. And we are back like we never left. We really debated on whether or not we should do a podcast this week because our absence has brought us our first three SEC wins of the year. Um, we have completely turned this season around by not showing up, so we're going to show up now. Um, yeah, last time we talked to you guys, it was... Um, we were 0-6 in SEC play coming off the Vandy series. I think we had actually just played the midweek game after that Vandy series. Uh, since then, we're 3-3 three and three in the SEC with a run-rule win over South Carolina and then a series win at Bama. And we're going to get into the Bama series, um, touch a little bit on the South Carolina series. I know it's kind of old news, but we just want to bring bring up the fact that it's Ole Miss hate week. Mm-hmm. and there will be some content later on this week, probably on our Instagram, definitely on our podcast on Thursday night, uh, Friday morning. Um, so we're, we're not going to forget about that, but we do want to split up uh, these two series because um, we already have enough games to talk about, and we we, we want to we miss this series to get uh, the, the full light. So yeah, about ready to get into this? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to go into this saying just full honesty that South Carolina series, I, I made it my goal to not really watch a single inning of it. Um, and part, part of that was because, you know, it was, we were coming off the Vandy series. It wasn't very fun. And I was, me and Courtney were going to get a dog. So I was going to be gone for like part of the weekend anyway. Um, and maybe that's what it took for us to just win one game and get this thing started. Um, Bama, I, I watched, a little bit of every game, so um, that was all right. But South Carolina, I just I just took the took the hiatus, and I did it for the team, really. Um, and it and it worked. Yeah, for, I, for... I watched like all the South Carolina games. Not mm-hmm. sure I remember much of any of them. Uh, yeah, kind of tried the force um, at least two of them. Uh, honestly, the the run rule that doesn't really ring a bell that much. Because, like, at that point, you know, it was just sad. So it gave away the Friday game, but, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so do you want to, t- to talk about the South Carolina series first? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. That kind of makes sense, yeah. Just, I'll look up the stat sheet, but you just talk about what you remember. Yeah, so um, in the Friday game, we, we had a really good shot. Um, and, and then it just kind of... I, I forgot the circumstances of it, but um, South Carolina scores two in the top of the seventh, and we just, like, couldn't fight back after that. And right. that just, like, put us in a hole, and it felt like we'd just let that one get away. I forgot who the pitcher I think, yeah, it was Colby in there. But Yeah. Kind of odd, though. I mean, um, now that we've seen the Bama series, we've seen Gerangelo have four SEC starts, um, and like his big problem in the Kentucky series and now the Bama series has been walks and like he's only given up a handful of hits in, in both of those games, but the walks early on is what really got him. And it's kind of the, um, what kind of defined his outings in those games against Vanderbilt. It was just home runs. Like he, he was throwing strikes, but they were just getting <clears throat> bombs hit off of them. Um, every pitcher that came in that weekend was, I mean, he wasn't alone in that. But um, the South Carolina series, uh, his start on 
I guess that was Thursday night. It was game one. Um, he went five innings, uh, gave up three runs, but I mean, he, he kept the walks to a minimum, gave up six hits, but never really allowed anything to get strung together. Struck out nine. I thought he it was his best SEC outing yet. And mm-hmm. obviously now that we've seen the Bama one, it's, it's still his best SEC outing. Um, and, but I, I was, I was really proud of him for that one. Finally getting a good SEC start underway. And it was against a top five team in the country and a, number one home run hitting offense too so um i thought it, it was a really good look for him obviously we've seen some bad since then but uh i that that gave me a little bit of hope that he can come out there and i think that was all right-handed too so yeah yeah that was the that was the first of those outings that were all right-handed and this this south carolina one was the first where i kind of felt well at least us as a pod kind of felt smart for the don't start Dom thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It would have been nice to have him. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we lose that Friday one. Just just, just can't make it happen. Then the um, this game two, that, that's a cakewalk game. We win 13-3. South Carolina can never get anything going. And... <clears throat> And then in the Saturday game, I, I yeah, this one was close. And yeah. then we gave up seven in the top of the ninth. Uh, and then it was just... <laughs> right. Um, that, that one was a weird one. We started... Uh, obviously, Nate Dom started that one, gave up back-to-back home runs to start the game. It was part of a streak where we were giving up a home run on the first pitch of three games in a row. Um which two of those were to South Carolina. One was to Grambling. But, um, yeah, Nate Don was a part of that. He actually was able to turn around um, that start after giving up three in the first two innings and, and go uh, five and two-thirds. But, man, it it just would have been nice to have a couple, like two, two or three inning outings from him over the weekend instead of 5.2 uh, to start yeah. the, the Saturday game. Um but we go from Nate Dom to, to Tapper, who, what what even is his stat line? Did I don't he come in? I don't know what he did. <laughs> Doesn't it's all zeros across the board, even like zero innings pitched. Then we go to Casey Hunt uh, for one and a third, and Aaron Nixon to Eintema to Parker Stinnett to Evan Sieri, and Parker has the worst of all the outings. Him and Eintema combined for the seven runs that we gave up in the ninth inning, um, but. Just a another weird start for Dom. Like it's almost like people can predict that you know a guy who throws hard and only throws strikes is just going to fill up the strike zone, and they just swing and hit it a long way. Um, getting through a lineup one or two times is is fine, especially if you break it up two times over a weekend. But I, I just think that the Dom starting experience is. Um, has finally ended. Obviously, has he didn't start against Bama, and we actually used him properly. So, um, in that South but, Carolina game, we brought in Parker after not throwing for over a month with the bases loaded, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't, it wasn't like a, a midweek game or at all. Like it was a SEC game that was kind of in reach. Um, probably, I mean, it's probably a stretch to say it was in reach, but I mean, was we, had Sierra, we had we had. <laughs> Sierra in available and obviously he came in and and got an inning but uh i don't know i don't keeps on coming in yeah I, I do not understand um man 
we did not see Lofton at all in that South Carolina series, and he didn't start the midweek that week uh, it, so that he could come into the, um, out of the bullpen. Lamonis did come out and say, I think that there was some injury issue with him, but uh, we'll, when we get to the Bama series, we'll see that that has um, more obviously been cleared up because we did see him against Bama. So um, anything more coming out of the South Carolina series? I did want to touch on Dakota Jordan, um, and you were watching that game. So what, what did you see from him? Yeah, Dakota was really good all weekend. And um, another another guy who had like a good, I think, I think Cameron James, I mean, not Cameron, uh, Slate. I, yeah, Slate. In one of the games, he had like a stupidly good at bat. And like you could see that something clicked with yeah. Slate. And like, yeah, it ended up with like a really good single up the middle after like a eight pitch at bat. And then Lane hit into a double play. <laughs> but besides that point, like something clicked in Slate. And, and Dakota, with his time off getting the watch, he looks like a different player. Like Dakota's insane, and like we're gonna get into the Alabama series and everything. But right, starting in the South Carolina series, um, we we saw Dakota Jordan coming in and being the left fielder for the entirety of the weekend instead of Bryce Chance. Um, it really was nothing like Bryce. Uh, just stop stop performing or stop playing well. I mean, he's still batting over 350. Um, but they were just what? I think he's just injured. Oh really? Okay, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I didn't. I didn't actually know that. Yeah. Um, but Dakota comes in. Uh, really, really has seized the opportunity. He's now batting um, north of 340. So um, that's really good and making really good defensive plays and hitting the ball out of the yard too. So. Um, yeah, Dakota had a really clutch home run to give us the lead in the South Carolina game, the the rubber match of the series, and then obviously pitching just can't hold that lead. Um, really wish we had Dom to close that game out, but man, <laughs> it's it's whatever. That's 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 hindsight. No one would have ever thought about that. Um. Hmm. All right, so we moving beat Grambling twenty-one to two. That was yeah. That was a game. That was a weird one. Another one where all the starters at the end, or all the guys that were in the game uh, at the, when the game ended, uh, did not start the game. So everybody got to be placed in that game. Just a typical midweek. We never win games like that. Um, all right, moving on to the Bama series, our first series win in the SEC of 2023. Um, man, it's it's been a while, and. Uh, I think I saw the number. We've won seven straight against Alabama, maybe six straight at Alabama. Um, so I know that they have not been just a, a great baseball program, but we're not a great baseball program either right now. <laughs> um, Bama really did get off to a, a really hot start. They were 14-0, and 0, and even before the season started, they were kind of a, a dark horse team to, to make noise in the SEC West. Um and I, I guess that's just returning talent. I, I'm not really sure where all that came from. I, maybe their pitching was supposed to be good. Um, but they have now lost. <laughs> right. Could, don't We did not have good preseason projections either. Uh, so, um, yeah, they've lost five straight series. So they haven't won an SEC series yet. But lost to Columbia uh, to end their non-conference slate. Then, um, Florida, Kentucky, Arkansas, and now Mississippi State. Um, 
the main difference between us and Bama right now and like what's keeping them kind of afloat is that they just don't get swept and the games that they do lose they're really competitive in I remember watching the Florida series with them like um, it, it really did seem like they were in all three of those games um, and against Florida's really really good pitching staff um, and Arkansas I think they, they started out that series beating Arkansas 12 to 1 um, you know they've won a game in every one of these SEC series but just have not um, been able to to win a series yet but they don't get run ruled once a weekend like we do so they, they really did seem like a better team coming into the weekend but we were we were really able to hang with them um and we'll talk about our starting pitching that i think really did kind of set the tone in the two games that we won yeah so um i'll start off with cade and then i'll, I'll let you get the next game so okay. cade starts the thursday game his first start back from injury i think he had a um bullpen's uh appearance was that against south carolina i've yeah yeah it would have to be yeah no yeah he finished with two in that game that we run ruled him mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a like a no no stress kind of situation so uh, we did see him for two innings then looked pretty good um obviously kept us in the range for the run rule. So um, this is our first time seeing him back on the mound as a starter, and he was starting you know, Thursday night, or which is the Friday night slot usually. Um, he went three innings, uh, gave up three runs, had three strikeouts and no walks. So he was filling up the zone. He did have a pitch count, so uh, we didn't expect to see him go very long. But three innings, it, he looked really good, and um, we offense was able to, to provide him with an early lead. We did lose that lead, but – you know, for his first start back in the SEC, uh, since first start at all since I think the Arizona State series, maybe, um, I, I really did think he looked good, um, and I'm excited to see him, you know, take over that Friday night role the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, the next game, uh, kind of, kind of washed the the pitching part of this one out of my memory. Uh, Drangelo, he went two innings, uh, five earned runs. Five walks, uh, only two hits. Um, I, I I don't I don't know what what we do because the next one is also slightly an issue. Bradley Lofton, and and I understand like Bradley, we just have to give him more chances against SEC, and you know probably just start him instead. Um, yeah. He goes two and a third, one hit. Really long hit. Um, three runs, three earned, four walks, four strikeouts. So, yeah. We just need that, Bradley. But, but I don't. I'm not exactly sure what we do about Drangelo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, what's happened. Um, like, if it's. I, I doubt it's an injury issue because we're still seeing him out there, but I, I don't understand. Him only going out there to use one arm. I think he's um, technically better as a right-handed pitcher. Yeah, the thing is, and he's been a um, ambidextrous pitcher uh, his whole life, and so anytime there's a left-handed batter, he throws with his left hand. Anytime there's a right-handed batter, he throws with his right hand. Um, and that's that's great, but when he commits to only right arm, he has never faced left-handed hitters with his right arm before, so. 
he misses outside almost every time. And you can pretty much mark it down. If he's facing a, a lefty with his right arm, he's going to walk him because he, like, it's just not comfortable, like, running it inside on him uh, or running it in the strike zone at all. So he, he walked two in the first inning the other day and kind of got out of that unscathed. And then he walked the bases loaded um, in inning number two and then gave up a single up the middle that scored two and then a three-run home run. And that's... I mean, that's what happens when you walk batters. Um, so I, I really am not sure what to do now that he's kind of committed to only the right arm. Since the, since he started that, he's had a good outing against South Carolina and a bad one against Bama. So not really, not really sure what 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 we need to do moving forward. But um, I don't hate the idea of him coming out of the bullpen. But uh, we'll just we'll just see. I, I I'd be shocked if he was. If he was starting next weekend, yeah, or this and, upcoming weekend, and then Brock Tapper comes in that one, and then that wasn't great, and then Logan Forsyth comes in to close it out. But we got, yeah, you know, that, that one didn't matter. You want to talk right. about the third game, which was kind of a fun one? Yeah, I I'm, I forgot to mention the uh, the bullpen for the first game actually. So we had Cade for three innings, uh, and then we had Colby for three and Casey for three. No, none of these guys were just perfect. I had just super sharp outings, but I mean, it was a game where our offense scored 12 runs and, you know, our pitching didn't have to be perfect. Um, so Colby had seven strikeouts, uh, but he really did labor. He had over 70 pitches for his three innings. KC was super efficient, 42 pitches. And um, I just, I, I, I like that kind of KC. Uh, sometimes he comes in and he's super dominant with his breaking ball and like getting strikeouts. Sometimes he's just pitching to contact and, and doing really well. So we've kind of seen both sides of Casey Hunt, and I'm, I'm really starting to like him. I mean, yeah, it's weird. It, it's like if Dom's not coming in, I'm, I'm pretty happy seeing Casey in. Um, and we actually did see him for a really, really short outing on sun, uh, Saturday, which I'll talk about um, in just a minute. So talking about Saturday, Landon Gartman, he's just an old Chevy truck. Um, it's not pretty, but he comes in, gives us four and two thirds in a start, four runs, uh, four strikeouts. Really, I thought really, really sharp uh, performances back to back weekends for him. He started the game that we uh, run ruled South Carolina, started this uh, rubber match against Alabama. Um, actually, had a really good start against Vandy too, but we just didn't pull him uh, early enough. So and honestly, um, in this one, he should have gotten out of there. With like two runs given up, like, and I think that would have been two unearned, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that's becoming like exactly what we're going to get out of Landon every time, and um, so really good job by him. We follow that up with Casey Hunt for six pitches. He um, comes in for one third of an inning, uh, gets a strikeout. I'm pretty sure, and then we see Dom the rest of the way. Um, and this is just what Dom needs to be. Like, mm-hmm. uh, this is an extended outing for him. Four innings pitched, two strikeouts, and um, no walks. Just like Casey Hunt in the in the Thursday night game. I mean, this is Dom. He's throwing you know, ninety eight plus for four innings straight, and he's not doing it for strikeouts. I mean, this is just really really good pitch to contact. Really really efficient. About I mean less than fifteen pitches per um, per inning, and um, I just thought looked really really good and this was the first time that we've used him properly since the Kentucky series which 
there was some mismanagement before he came in that, you know, could have made that game go a little different. But um, I, I just I don't think that you can see how he was used in this game and think he should be used as a starter. Yeah. Um, if, if I can get four innings and feel like, oh, he's not giving up more than two, and, like, yeah. I feel really good about him not giving up one. <laughs> and it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to look exactly like that. It doesn't have to be four innings to close out game three. It could be, you know, two to three innings in game one, one or two innings in game three. And that's perfectly fine. I, I think that he's more than capable of doing that. And I, I think our uh, coaching staff would be willing to, to use him in that way. He only threw um, 49 pitches in this outing. Yeah, I mean, like I said, super efficient. Um, I mean, that's just over 10 pitches uh, per inning, so... That's just, that's crazy. And, like, if we build up a lead, uh, heck, we could throw someone out there to close, like, a, the first yeah. game <laughs> after he's in for um, a while. <laughs> I mean, we went this whole weekend and didn't use Sierra. So, I, I don't know what our what our plan for, for him is right now. I mean, he was he was used a lot, especially before SEC play. Um, but I, I still consider him a, a reliable pitcher even or especially if you have like a five run lead or something like that um so that's that's our pitching for uh for these three games now let's get into the fun part why don't you talk about ross and and dj for for our offense yeah um so ross is our catcher um 100 that's yeah that's that's it um he had six hits three home runs and five rbis and he had no pass balls and uh, caught one out of three uh, runners stealing. P- pretty good from the freshman. Uh, just, I'll take it. Just let him figure it out Considering back there. a month ago, he was averaging like a pass ball per inning. He probably. almost got that guy on third on, on yeah. that one play. On like the that was, like, that was um, really slick. Dakota is insane. Um, I, I love him. Um, he has four hits. Uh, two doubles, two RBIs, walked three times, and then just like making silly, made a silly play in left field. I don't know yeah. if it was actually that hard of a play or like he just he probably made it look, look hard, hard, harder than it was, but but it looked really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so you get to talk about the fun freshmen, and I get to talk about the two um, veterans that just looked horrible this weekend okay um wait wait do you want to talk about the good one first the good hmm? (laughs) what talk about the good one first do we have a good veteran oh what weird Hmm. all right luke hancock three games one hit one walk i came up in big spots Came up in huge spots. I'm going to see how many strikeouts we had on the weekend for him. Just give me a moment. It might be zero, but I just... It's at least one. Game three now. Yeah, he had more strikeouts than walks this weekend. Um, Yeah, one hit, one walk. Um, Lane Forsyth. Had a couple hits on the weekend, but committed two errors in the field. He now has the most errors in the SEC with 11, and his average has now dropped to um, 250 on the year. Um, That's not great. Lane, buddy. I 
I understand Luke Hancock is going to be in our lineup no matter what. Um, he's probably the f- best first baseman that we have, and I understand he's batting three twenty. It's, I mean, the hits are coming at, from somewhere. They may they they may all be coming in midweek games, but they're coming sometime. Um, Lane is in the lineup because of his defense, and the defense is not there. Um, he had a really good end to the 2021 year, which was his freshman year. He had an incredible year last year. I think less than five errors on the whole year. Now he's at 11. Um, it, I think it may – I think that the panic button for Lane is, is in the room for sure. Yeah. Like – I'm not ready to give up on Lane, but it the the panic button's there. I don't know what. I don't know who we go with. Cause I mean, he's had like weekends this year where he's been like scorching, but it's just. I want to hmm. see Husack try like I mean, short. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was he had a couple starts at third, um, but. Just to go along with that, I mean, like, our defense was not just great the whole weekend. We had two errors from, from Lane, one error from Amani, which is rare uh, at this point in the year. It really does seem like he that might be his only one. I'm sure he's got a few more, but it, it seems really odd. And then Slade Offord just has another error as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just didn't play an error-free game all weekend, and um, that could have really hurt us. It, it, it gave Bama an early lead on um the dirt for the final game but we obviously we were able to come back from that one but uh speaking of Amani still an incredible leadoff hitter um for the three games he reached base six times and he scored four times just continues to set the table and um even though we've seen Ledbetter kind of struggle a little bit still batting 340 um you know it's it's it seems like Amani is just going to be a constant at the top of the lineup and um he takes walks he gets hit by pitches he um gets hits i mean he does anything he can to get on base and it's just like a great money ball kind of guy yeah um, um do you know that he is on a 13 game uh, reach base streak his really? longest of the year was 18 <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's pretty incredible dakota yeah, is can... on an eight game hitting streak that's wild <laughs> that's wild <laughs> i don't think luke hancock is uh he his luke's longest of the year was eight Okay. There you go. So if Dakota can get one against UAB, he will have the longest on the year. Yeah. Um, all in all, looking back at the Bama series, I thought that the bullpen, I mean, th- I thought that this was the best um, that the bullpen and the team was managed the whole the whole season, especially in SEC play. And um, I, I guess that's kind of a an obvious because we won the series. But, like, we punted at the right time. We didn't punt two games. Uh, on the weekend, when I think there were opportunities too. I think we trailed in all three games, um, so I mean, like there were chances to kind of give up, but pitching was was handled well. Starting pitching um, on games one and three obviously kind of kept us in the game, and then bullpen was good from there. Um, but I, I just thought, you know, coaching staff receiving a lot of uh, a lot of flack for. Some and rightfully so for some mismanagement. It was kind of good to see him handle a series pretty well. Yeah. Um. So pitching still scares the crap out of me. But. Yeah, we use like four pitchers, like four people out of the bullpen. Um, 
Would, would like to see more than that. Uh, Pico officially out for the season. Got his Tommy John yeah. surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, so glad that went well. He looked, uh, I wish he we could have upset in his pictures after. I wish we could have just known that that was going on. Um, I wonder if they were like trying to bring him back, but I I don't understand trying to bring people back without it. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, if they knew it was going to happen, have to happen, like why do we wait until? april to do this i don't i don't really get it but apparently he was throwing in the fall so maybe i don't know yeah maybe maybe he won't be out for all the next year um hopefully not but glad that he had a good surgery and hopefully the recovery goes well um yeah i i think that that's all that we have on the bama series it was it was a fun one i mean i, I like win, winning series so um Hopefully we can carry that over. We have a couple winnable series coming up, so um, maybe we can keep this keep this little game going. Yeah. Um, before we get to the Ole Miss uh, series this weekend, which we're not talking about on this episode, but before all that happens, we will be playing midweek against UAB. Uh, as you're listening to this, we are playing them tonight. So um, UAB, not a great team. Um, we... Looking at their schedule, they are 10 and 21. They've played nine Power 5 teams, um, a few SEC teams in there, and they're 1 and 8 against the Power 5 teams. That was uh, that one was a 6 to 5 win against Auburn. Um, but they've had losses to Alabama, Notre Dame, Michigan. Um, did lose a game to Auburn as well. Um, I know that uh, our game against UAB last year in Starkville was one of the more memorable games of the year. Hunter Hines hit an opposite field walk-off home run, which was odd. I didn't know he knew how to do that. <laughs> um, but not entirely sure, sure who the midweek starter is, but uh, if you had to give your best guess, who would you say it's going to be? Um, Evan? Or it, it may just be a committee game. Evan for like two, and then... I, I like that. Speaking like of... 40 guys. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Evan, all right. Give me a few guys who you think could start instead of Drangelo on the weekend. Assuming Cade and Gartman are going to have their spots kind of locked in. Bradley? Bradley's a, an obvious one, I think. Um, I do think Evan is a, is a choice. Colby Holcomb is an option. I know he started a midweek game a few weeks ago. I hope that that doesn't happen, but... It's definitely definitely an option. I don't I don't think they'd try the KC thing again. I don't think so either. I think he's he's found his role. I, I, gotta I, have I him like him pitching like three innings over two games a week. Yeah, I I I like him in his new role. He seems more confident in it. Um, yeah, the the KC starter thing. I thought it was over last year. Apparently, it was in his package deal to come back for this year and didn't work out again. So. Hopefully we don't fall for that a third time. But yeah, I think Evan is probably the the best choice. A healthy Parker, kind I of. Don't, I don't. I don't. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I would at least like to see him start a midweek, if, and just see how how comfortable he is. Yeah. Um. Honestly, just Bradley. <laughs> Yeah, Bradley. Bradley, I think is good because, I mean, 
he may have more upside than Drangelo, and you know Drangelo's going to walk guys. So if you're um, going to keep on starting Drangelo, you might as well start Lofton. Yeah. Um, I mean, both guys are probably going to walk batters, but I, I just think that Lofton has some of the best strikeout stuff on the team. Like okay. a changeup that should get barreled every time just doesn't. Um, what about uh, Itama? No, I. I think he should be just all-time bullpen guy. I'm talking about for a bullpen catcher. Jeez. Um, I'm talking about for, for team manager. So, um, yeah. So we have the UAB game on Tuesday night. Looking forward to that uh, in Birmingham. So finally, not a not a um, home midweek game. Kind of random. But what, anyway. What units are we going to wear? Ooh, maybe vests. <laughs> I will keep on asking for vests to be back. We hate it, but we love it. So, um, before we get into Instagram questions, we are going to look back at some of the big series that happened this weekend, all the ranked matchups that we saw, um, and weather was kind of weird in, in the South. So, a lot of SEC series kind of got uh, moved around. Double headers had to take place, but in the this first series here, it actually canceled uh, game three, so we only saw two of these games. But that's number one, LSU, at number six, South Carolina. They split the first two games, didn't have a third one, and um, that really was shaping up to be like the series of the year. Yeah. Um, South Carolina, just kind of a blowout game one. It looked like they were on their way to a second blowout, and then um, although they – Beat uh, Paul Skeens. They could not win the second game. LSU comes back late and wins that one. So these two teams are going to be duking it out for uh, the SEC championship, seems like. Um, one from the West, one from the East. Um, Except for Vanderbilt exists. Just yeah. chilling at 11-1 and one in conference. <laughs> and, like, I don't think they're going to slow down. Like, yeah. LSU lost two pitchers this weekend like to yeah. like pretty not good looking injuries yeah also, I, tennessee is five and seven in conference yeah that's bizarre we're two like games behind <laughs> that doesn't feel real like you know um, a&m's not having a good year yeah they're the same record as tennessee i it blows my mind that we um wait we have we're one game up on Ole Miss, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then we're one game behind Auburn and Alabama, who I think have both been ranked at certain times throughout the year. So um, kind of odd. but Is the West open? The West might be open. What is, what's Arkansas's record right now? Eight and four. Yeah, we're not catching that. But, yeah, I don't think we can catch. But we can't catch third. top two, but third... Third is way open. Yeah, finishing third in the West is oddly enough for very anyone. Possible. Like Ole Miss yeah. could. <laughs> you know, the winner of this series. Uh, nope, this upcoming... nope, no, 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 no. All right. No. Um, game number or series number two that we saw. Number three, Florida. They won two out of three at uh, number eleven, Tennessee. Um, Florida, really, really good. We, we just talked about um, teams competing for the SEC title without even mentioning Florida. Really good. Uh, and they're seemingly staying healthy throughout the year. So, um, yeah, they win the first two. Tennessee comes back, and I just 
flexes in game three and avoids getting swept. But Tennessee. They absolutely bombed on. Um, I forgot. What's Cagleon. The, yeah, Cagleon. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee definitely has the bats, but um, I just, something about losing. They're one and six on the road. Jeez. In the SEC? Overall. Or just overall, okay. Man. Um, moving to the ACC for these last two series. You have number seven, Virginia. They sweep number 20, Miami. And then number nine, Boston College, sweep gets swept by number 18, Louisville. I don't okay, know so I Louisville's good again. Yeah, that's odd. And um, Virginia's still good. Yeah. Um, yeah, in mm. my mind, I always picture Virginia as like the underdog. Um, but they're, they're, they're just going to be like top 10 all year. Quietly a top 10 team. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Miami, overrated as always. Boston College, same deal. Um, how, so yeah. How are, how are the... How are the um, Rake Forest frauds? Uh, they swept NC State this week. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> two games. Two. They only played two games, but um, yeah, we we like to call them frauds, but I'm not sure they're they not are. frauds. I'm gonna be early if they are, though. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for our uh, results from this past weekend. Um, as we wrap up the show, we are gonna go to Instagram questions. Well, we didn't get many, but um, we will read the ones that we do have. Um, first one from Jess Cooley. When is the college baseball season over and football starting? Um, well, whoever wins the series this weekend, they get to look forward to the rest of baseball season. Whoever loses, they have to – all they have to look forward to is football season. So they will not win the national championship no matter what. Mm, no chance. Mm-mm. Um, so there you go, Jess. It it all depends on if you win this series or lose it. Um, last question is from Brooks Taylor. Did the Bama series help right the ship to a degree, at least hope? Um, Probably around ten degree. I, I think I think it had to have. I mean, this team winning that series, it showed that they at least have some fight in them. Lamona's like just being relieved in the video after. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> it made me like feel really, really good for him. I mean, the whole coaching staff, the 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 team. I mean, I I have to believe it's pretty easy to just give up at some point when not all the fans like you just look on Twitter. Everybody's just being negative. Me and you being negative, yeah. and and it's kind of I mean, rightfully so. But it, it's got to be hard to like keep on trying out there, you know, after so many series losses in a row and getting run rolled, you know, several times. But, um, you know, I, I think this has to give some confidence. I mean, last year we won three series, and one of them was, was against Alabama. Um, so, like, it, it, it says a lot about this team that, like, series that are, you know, up for the up for grabs and, like, I mean, you can actually win them. Uh, it says something about a team actually going out there and winning because, like, the Kentucky series was like that, and we just kind of – dug a grave instead of, you know, <laughs> trying to dig out of the hole. Um, but anyway, I, I do think that it, it helped, like you said, at least to some degree. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it for our Instagram questions, and that's going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you guys so much for bearing with us as we talked about uh, several games um, since the last time we recorded. We look forward to talking about Ole Miss and Ole Miss Hate Week on our 
Thursday, uh, Friday, Friday morning episode, excuse me. Um, but until then, hail state. And uh, we'll see you back next time on Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Welcome to the after show. Hunter Renfro just hit a home run. Really? Yeah. There we go. We'll see if we'll see the Wooded Dong thought about it. If it's in Angel Stadium. Hey Luke, how do you like being a Cardinals fan now? What a horrid choice. Sean Murphy. Bond. Cardinals just lost to the Rockies today. <laughs> Don't ask about the White Sox at all. Um. Since since Luke became a Cardinals fan, they've lost a series to the Braves, lost a series to the Brewers, and now they've lost Game One to the Rockies. So that's tough. You made your bed. Go lay in it, Luke. Renfro's not up on Wood at Dawn yet. This is a Travis. This is a Travis Scott. Um, anything else of note for the for the after show? Um, that wall at the Orioles Park is silly. Like it is bad. Like why did they just like get a wall and move it back fifteen feet? <laughs> just so Stanton, I mean, just so Judge can't hit home runs there. Wait, wrong, wrong side. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. It's a. It's a bad look. I'm. I'm still waiting for the what it dong. He should be posting it. This is horrible. Oh, Wilson Contreras fly out would have been a home run in ten out of thirty parks. <laughs> Hear that, Luke? Should have hit that fly ball in another park. Bozo. <laughs> All right. Well, this was the after show. Um, thank you for listening. Um, Hope you enjoyed it, Luke. See see you next time.